Okay, today's joke. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Get it? Welcome to the Young Muslima podcast, a platform where we talk about life, wellness, and spirituality. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So, um, my guest for today is someone that I've known for quite a few years now. Someone that I met back when I was in grade seven, I think. We used to go to school in the same van and we used to hang out. And she was this interesting little girl with excited, no, not she wasn't little, but, you know, with excited eyes always and enthusiasm in everything she says. <laughs> and now, mashallah, she is a mother and she is a student and you've completed the quran as well right noura yes yes right alhamdulillah mashallah you, she's a hafiza and she's also an entrepreneur so my guest on today's podcast is noura mansoor and i'm honored to have you here assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh how are you Alhamdulillah, I'm good. How about you? I'm good too, Alhamdulillah. Since we are recording this quite later into the day, so much has happened. So um, nothing else can happen after this, which is a good thing. But so much has happened so far, which means I'm a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the right amount of tired to make me think very deeply. <laughs> Yeah, sure, sure. It's, uh, I think, the right time to, you know, think. About things, yeah. You suggested this timing because you think, I mean, it's the best time for you to be free from any distractions. And, I mean, you have a kid as well, inshallah, the baby is sleeping yeah, now. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. In some way, this is when my day starts. In, uh, <laughs> That's what I'd like to say, yeah. So, when do you go to sleep usually? I, uh, right now, so like uh, at the moment my routine is different, like at this stage because uh, since I'm pursuing my final year yeah. of my degree, so um, uh, yeah, my day ends really re- late, so it goes up to 12, 1. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say this is how it's going to be always, but yeah, it's, you know, I've accepted it as a temporary <laughs> uh, commitment have and that's important right because if you fight the new routine then you won't work with it and you don't get anything done in the end true 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 so um well i have a lot of questions to ask you obviously but the first question is how do you manage being a mom like because i mean that's the most that's i'm assuming that's the most important responsibility you have right now Definitely, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. So how do you manage motherhood with everything else that's going on in your life? Hmm. Managing motherhood with everything else, right? So uh, most of the time, that's the question that mothers get asked. And it's the question that we ourselves would ask other mothers because we all want to know how everything gets managed, right? Um, but I have to start off by saying that it's uh, it's obviously a huge support system that allows me to do whatever I'm doing because it's very easy to look and, you know, praise and say like, wow, she she's this super mom, she's able to do all that. Uh, but actually, in reality, there's so much 
uh, that isn't seen outside and that's the support system and that plays a really really huge role in you know basically allowing me to do what i'm doing right so um that's one really important uh, aspect and the other thing is um not being perfect that's the other thing that makes it possible you know like if i expected myself to be the perfect mom the perfect housemaker the perfect student and you know the perfect everything then i would just have to give up on you know half of the roles that i take up yeah so accepting the imperfections and being able to move on i'd say is another thing that you know allows me to push everything forward <laughs> and you know somehow yeah at least strive to fulfill all the roles as much as i can but also give room for imperfections <laughs> so that those two uh, i would say the most important uh, aspects of you know what i do yeah i have a follow up question but before that i just yeah. realized i forgot to ask you to introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> for anyone listening okay. i don't have a script because i don't like this to be too um, you know scripted and fake like i want it to be a very yeah. genuine this is how i feel this is the truth you know that kind of conversation <laughs> so yes. um yeah i do make a few mistakes when i along the way <laughs> okay yes. so no problem um so where do i start mm okay so i am a mother and i'm a student i'm uh, currently pursuing my final year mm-hmm. in uh, uh business management yeah to pursuing my degree in business management and specializing in marketing mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i have a son he's two mashallah uh, so yeah i was born in kuwait i was born and raised and then uh, we moved here when i was in grade 8 yeah then i changed like yeah so i did my a levels in another school and then after my a levels i did hifz full time for 2 years that's when i completed my hifz and then i I started my HND, Higher National Diploma in Business Management. I know it's a very lengthy introduction. No, no, it's not. <laughs> like it's it's a lot of phases I have to mention. Yeah. So then, uh, just as I was starting my HND, I got married, and so I continued. Uh, yeah, with marriage, I continued, and as I was ending my HND, I I was expecting. my son mahdi and so yeah so i didn't start my final year and luckily final year is something we register for separately so i was happy to push it forward so i uh, i yeah so i didn't start my final year i spent two years just with uh, my son while continuing my business and then yeah when i felt ready after a lot of internal battles i decided to started so and inshallah hopefully within this year i should be able to complete it inshallah inshallah may allah put barakah in all that you study and make it amen a beautiful amin. ending for you inshallah um so you got stud uh, you got married while you were still studying what did that feel like yes. um 
to be honest it was um, i don't know what to say because uh, it it was a good experience for me alhamdulillah because um, as i was uh, stepping into marriage it was something that uh, like you know we uh, spoke about already so even though we weren't in you know we we weren't like we didn't have it all planned that i should get married at this age but uh, since you know it came our way we made sure it was clear that this is exactly what i want mm-hmm. and marriage shouldn't be a barrier to it so since that was all uh, set uh, it was uh, it, it wasn't difficult on me since that's how it usually is right that that's generally the obstacle that comes in people's way uh, since it was something that we already spoke about and you know uh, it it wasn't as difficult as it could have been and yeah speaking of uh, marriage and studies going hand in hand uh, another thing is that uh, we right my husband and i we didn't let uh, i'd say norms the norms of society to decide what our wedding or life after the wedding should look like so it was like you know two day like just two days after the wedding i was off to college and he was off to work which is not what you usually see yeah. yeah and we were okay with it and that's what matters yeah. right if we were to uh, go by the the you know norms like okay right after your wedding you need to be off for your honeymoon <laughs> if we had to go the typical way we'd have to keep going that way like you know go with the trend but we had what we wanted the way we wanted it and so i think that's what kept us going and also i truly truly believe uh, there was a lot of baraka through marriage and it uh, it showed in my education as well i believe in that as well like i believe the baraka from my marriage has ha- had helped me perform better in my studies <laughs> i know it might sound weird but i felt it No no that's true like yeah. there are certain things right like um having children also opens the doors to risk you know there are sure, things like sure. that and a lot of people do settle down after marriage like you might find someone who had a crazy um teenage life and you know all the parties and fun and everything and yeah. they get yeah. married and you know they're wonderful people it's just like your everyday yeah. gentleman So yeah I I can see I I understand and I I also do believe in that idea that marriage does add baraka to your life. So um so the most important thing for you was communication and not you know following so, uh, just the norms social norms. Yes, yes. That's yeah, cool. and to know exactly what you want so that uh, you know like obviously you suddenly deciding the day after your wedding that oh my god i just i want to study now is that that's not practical right so you need to know yourself that's important at by that age i know it might like for another person it could be too early but by that age i knew what i wanted to do and that's when i stepped into marriage so that made it possible so it's that's very important you know just because it was possible for me at that time it might not be possible for another person so we need to know exactly what we want and have ourselves figured out to a certain extent at least in order to be able to you know uh, get our way through marriage without losing ourselves that's true that's true that's actually something that um 
any professional psychologist would also um encourage that you have mm-hmm. to first get to know yourself before i mean if you want any relationship to work for that matter whether it's your spouse okay. or friendship or even with your parents if you mm-hmm. don't know who you are you won't know what you want and if you don't That's know what true. you want how is the other person going to fulfill your expectations or your desires exactly. right like true, true. they will do something and you're not sure if that's what it ta- if that's what makes you happy and exactly. and you don't like you ha- you know that you have these expectations but you don't know what those expectations are like that person's exactly. doing whatever they think is right but you don't know if that's what is okay with you and so you're constantly exactly. unhappy with them and it's just a bad scenario for everybody yeah, you're never satisfied exactly yeah. so it has to everything i think for most people our age right now the most important thing is to just stop everything that you're doing and figure yourself out mm-hmm. get to know yes, yourself yes, yes. spend a, f- a little time with yourself and become your best friend i'd say exactly. you know learn yeah. about your at least you know at least two triggers in your life two things that are very mm-hmm. difficult for you to manage and two things that make sure. you absolutely happy and have like at least mm-hmm. one dream you know one aspiration one yeah. have a like ha- under figure out at least one purpose of your existence that's really important uh, and the most important of all of them i think is to put allah in that framework like where does Definitely. allah come here because yes. the minute yes. you realize what it means to be a servant of allah and the minute you realize your the purpose of your existence the the re- the reason why you were even sent into this world everything else just yeah. falls into place like once you actualize exactly. that exactly that's true because and that uh, that gives me this perspective that i always live by that putting allah first it's like you know wearing a pair of glasses yeah so everything you see the way you see it uh, changes your perspective changes so uh, especially this is applicable when it comes to trusting allah's timing and his plan that's really important when you're moving from one phase in life to another right like for an example if uh, when i was completing my hnd my diploma mm-hmm. naturally uh, what everybody would say is you know it's better to continue uh, to complete your degree in one go and it's actually easier that way it's really easy when you finish it in one go it's it's easier that way yeah. but at that moment i was uh, expecting my son and alhamdulillah i had no second thoughts about it. i was too i was overjoyed but you know i mean at that point maybe if i didn't have complete trust in allah's plans and his timings i could have not seen the good that actually came with you know my son as a blessing that's true uh, so that that perspective like you said you know putting allah first it takes you through you know every stage in life so despite what people think of what's happening in your life you know that you know what's coming your way is best for you so that's really important that's true that it's really amazing mashallah that allah has um given you that perspective but it's also important to remember that we might have it today but we might need a bit more help with it tomorrow so like we always definitely yes we always ask yes. allah for for to keep yes. us steadfast and to you know we need dua yeah. like basically we need allah to yes yes a lot of dua and also istikhara you know like even if it's something really small 
just and you you're like in real doubt just just istikharah to that you know it you 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 won't get a dream telling you this is it but ultimately whatever decision you make you know it's blessed you know it has taken me through even this decision to start my degree it was really big i had so many doubts and it has been pushed for an entire year like i have actually applied last year i applied and then after 6 months again i took a step and then again i stepped back and then you know it it looks like i just started and now i'm doing it but actually it was it, it took so many um you know uh, so many tries and no it's still not the right time and then finally but you know i i did pray istikhara and i felt like okay this is it we're doing it and i feel like okay whatever happens the decision is blessed and it's the right time so istikhara gives you the confidence mm. somehow no matter what happens it's a hard is a life saver yeah absolutely it's like a it's like you know i mean it just puts you at ease you know to know that you're not sure. in charge of your affairs to know yeah, that like exactly. whatever has to happen will happen according to the time that allah has um written for it and actually since we are both from sri lanka and we're in sri lanka right now and we are experiencing yeah. this crazy economic situation i mean yeah yeah so many people are falling ill <clears throat> so many i know of someone who just passed away like that they're in their early 30s i think and something tells me that it could be stress because imagine the amount of stress that parents must be experiencing these days exactly yes, yes and and children you know because they are stepping into that caretaker uh, phase of life and they have to start mm-hmm. taking care of their parents and you can't even you can't even get a proper job anymore you know you know at some point people are questioning um you know whether it's worth the effort you know whether they're studying or they're earning like is it worth uh, definitely like, is it because you know nora like no matter how much you study like if you are from sri lanka for example from one of our countries yeah. no matter how much you study if you have connections with someone of influence or you know someone if you if you are from an influential family or you have connections yeah. with someone who has influence that's like your mm-hmm. easiest route to get a good job you know that's the easiest yeah. way to become successful everyone yeah. else will just have to struggle settle for bare minimum and slowly slowly yeah. work ourselves to the top but work our mm. ways to the top but um what i was getting at is that knowing that allah is in charge of our affairs right like with the situation yeah. with so many people starving and suffering somehow yeah. like the muslims who know like the muslims who really yeah. like yeah. they are connected to their faith they know that their risk was written for them before they were even brought into this world you know so it is yeah. difficult but we have this sense of you know there's this thought in our head that okay it's crazy and it's hard to believe but allah has written it down for me what has to come yes. to me and at some point you will see something that you can be grateful for even during the most challenging times so that's the other beauty of it but yeah it 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 gets really tough as well because right now it's like we're being pushed you know yeah. to the <laughs> limit like it's going beyond it's really difficult but definitely there's something better waiting inshallah yeah definitely <laughs> you're right about that it feels like it feels like someone's just you know when you wash clothes and then you ring it it feels like someone's yeah. working really hard to ring exactly. all the enthusiasm out of you i know it's very difficult and it makes you appreciate people from more um, i mean 
most of us we came from i wouldn't say very wealthy families we come from pretty middle class backgrounds if i'm yeah. not mistaken so we do know the value of money and you know we know that if you don't work hard you're not going to get anything in life but yes. there are some people who come from very poor and difficult families like they have nothing every day they wake up and they have to figure out how they're going to mm-hmm. have food on their plates so it makes you really appreciate what allah had given you before like bef- without you even asking like we yes, never had to raise our hands and ask allah to give us food we always just had food yeah. but now we're thinking you know even that food that we have on the plate we're grateful for it we're grateful yeah, because yeah. you know how expensive everything has become it's exactly we realize how privileged we have been in all ways even when it's even travel right yeah, like I know. Like from travel to gas, like all the basic needs have become now such a privilege. Luxury, I know. Yeah, it's true. And unfortunately, the rich people are still having an easier way out of it, like the true, rich and yeah. influential ones. Yeah. But um, the struggle is always worth it. I mean, it helps also to understand that you know this is a crazy experience, but it's the dunya. it's not forever yes it's yeah, going to end yeah. at one point yeah that's true exactly and i th- yeah, and it pushes us to think you know like beyond all this material that we see what do we have for ourselves right like now that every slowly you know little by little things are being snatched away in some way yeah. like your right to things your basic needs like what do you have left it makes you think so this situation is deep in that sense like When you it's ask crazy. yourself that question, how would you answer it? What do you have left? If it's not too personal. Hmm. No, no, I can, I can, but I just need a few seconds to think it out because yeah. Um, what do we have left? Uh I'd say there's there's a lot to be grateful for uh in the sense for I mean it differs from one person to another person, you know, in in at one point sometimes we feel uh really uncomfortable talking about our blessings because it could be another person's you know like something that another person is craving for so it differs That's from true. you know each person right so for me but one thing is to know that you are in control of your life right like you can you it's in your hands to make decisions for yourself for yourself right so no matter what like uh I know like okay let's take business for example um at this point things have been really really challenging for the business yeah. you know with you know costs have increased like four times uh it's usual so it's really hard to move forward but then I thought okay uh let's say this business is running for 10 years and out of it two years of it is a uh, two years are uh, you know like really tough but com- in comparison to what it is going to be in the long run it's it's just going to be a phase you know so so thinking of the bigger picture helps us get through you know the whole the the, ch- the challenge yeah so uh, so that so that makes me still keep it going and not stop so whatever i have been doing i'm still you know keeping it going so i'm still studying it as difficult as it gets yes there are power cuts and it's difficult to travel like you know we still have to keep it going and you know nobody's coming and physically stopping me from doing it right like no you stop you stop studying you you stop 
your business right that i at least i have that privilege to keep it going in some way or the other that keeps me going you know so at the end allah is guiding me in some way or the other so i'll have to keep it going it's not easy it's not beautiful and bright like it's i mean it's not always going to be that way but i i believe better times will come so whatever you are already working towards as difficult as it gets just keep going i guess you know you nobody is there to stop you like from what you want so you keep following that yeah that that desire so that's really good I advice think, yeah. for everything in life i guess you know like sometimes something crazy something very traumatic happens in your life and it's bound to happen in everyone's mm-hmm. life that trauma experience and i'm sure you're familiar with ptsd mm-hmm. post traumatic yeah. stress disorder yeah. so that's how people that's basically people's response to trauma when something very traumatic mm-hmm. happens whether it's well usually when it is a big trauma in life like it could be some form of abuse it could be someone's some the death of someone close to you it could be the mm-hmm. sudden loss of a job it could be yeah. like su- like poverty absolute poverty those kind of experiences are very traumatizing and people yeah. experience ptsd after that the key to mm-hmm. overcoming ptsd the key to growing from that trauma is to have that long term vision to realize that mm-hmm. okay this traumatic experience and the re- response to it is not permanent like you yes, it, it's yes. going to eventually with time we get used to everything sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's not like if it is something mm. someone else is doing for you we get used to it and that's not yeah good but your with yeah. your own life the craziest thing can happen you can have the worst you know experience in the world but eventually you're going to get used to it something could happen and you'll just you know adapt that's how we are we get used to things yeah. and it's alhamdulillah it sort of keeps us going you know you can overcome sure. any problem in life any setback in life if you just have that long term vision that in the future sure, yes. this will work out or it might yeah. not but the outcome is not in our hands it's in allah's yeah. hands mm. so whatever happens in the end i really like that this conversation is taking that direction we're just you know it's all about <laughs> reframing every experience yeah. in life yeah alhamdulillah yeah. so we're blessed in that sense i guess Yes, yeah. Um so can you tell us a little bit about your business? So my business, right? Uh before I talk about my business, like how I decided to start a business. Okay. <laughs> like it's uh, really weird because in my family, like there's no person I've seen uh you know actually uh, doing business. Yeah. So I'm not coming from such a background. So we've we only have people working in the corporate so maybe companies mm-hmm. or teachers but uh, i haven't seen firsthand how a person starts a business runs it like nothing it's so foreign to me but since we didn't have any uh, any barriers in terms of choosing what field we wanted i decided okay i should try business i'm interested in it like uh, it's something new my siblings aren't doing it i want to try something new and i just went for mm-hmm. it and uh, that was exactly the time when i was uh, you know getting proposed and even my uh, husband was like okay it's it's a good field and i liked it so i went forward but i didn't think i would start one uh, but after after i got married to be honest we started it together my husband and i 
he is also not into business he is fully into the corporate mm-hmm. right he is working in a company and uh, i i i don't know it was just it was just an inspiration <laughs> some kind of inspiration that came up like okay let's start something and that too it, it, the funniest part is we decided we wanted to start some th- selling things for children right yeah and uh, so many people might think you know we started this after we had uh, mahdi but to be honest it started way before that although i started understanding my business better after mahdi mm-hmm. <laughs> right but uh, it just it just started and i also wanted to put whatever i was studying into practice so i started one and everything was new every every single thing was new it wasn't something that i saw someone doing and i did so it was a complete we new experience we made a lot of mistakes and uh, and for me to settle with one step it took two or three other failures as well <laughs> i we started another two businesses as well and two of it failed but then one step is alhamdulillah now you know something we know we're going to keep it going yeah, uh so yeah it it was a lot of trial and error just some inspiration and we went forward with it so yeah we sell educational products for children that was the uh, that was the basic idea where okay um we see children in a circle being forced into studies it's something they uh, you know hate it's it's boring so why what if we could find a way to make it interesting so then we figured okay there are these interesting educational tools we explored it a bit and slowly built on from there um do you think your experience with your nephew contributed to this business idea it did it did yes especially from uh, maybe not yeah yeah my uh, sister in law's kids yes because they were like you know schooling and of that age uh definitely seeing them and seeing the struggle of trying to get the little ones to study yeah. uh like you know in the heads of kids study itself and now things are changing it's getting better but before like you know study itself is this boring task you know you need to be forced into it but slowly you know parents understanding and uh, yeah and that's another thing that we decided right J- yes like so even though we are selling products to children our ultimate ultimate motive is to educate parents in whatever way we can mm. right to bring change because i mean that's the way we bring change it's it's through uh, inspiring parents uh, that you know i mean you, you know right in sri lanka the whole traditional way of parenting you force children to study yeah. compete it's boring it's serious but now we are seeing better ways it's it's lessing better ways you know we are looking at how there's learning through play and there's activities and it's fun a lot of interesting tools and you know you could you don't always have to buy random toys you could make conscious decisions and you know buy things with purpose so these are little ideas that we thought you know we we we, we can uh, impart to parents as well so in that way one step is a beautiful platform that we built for that i would say yeah <laughs> so it's more than product and since it. your intention i mean you have an intention that is greater than just this world so that also obviously makes a difference right definitely it does it yeah. does because when your intention is just money 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 
something is missing i mean i know that yeah actually yeah to be honest it was the other way around for me okay <laughs> and it happens with a lot of people where you start your business and uh, i mean since it's t- it's starting out of passion sometimes you don't care about money at all yeah it it, it was the other extreme where you know there was no uh, there was no concern about making profits whatsoever like if it comes that come but then you know eventually as i learned um but then uh, it's good that we started with a vision so that's that's still going mm-hmm. on it it will keep going yeah. um but yeah it's so important to not be profit minded all the time yeah it's it's just a byproduct of what you want to achieve but at the same time i'm assuming you have to have a goal of making a profit if you want the business to sustain definitely definitely it's only after that that you uh, that i got to see the business growing in the first place mm. yeah that's that's really wonderful but here's the thing i have known you for like a few years now and back when we yeah. were in school i never got this idea that you know noora was into business <laughs> it always felt like you'd become like a teacher or someone who just works for someone yeah because i mean i wouldn't have thought of it myself like i wouldn't have imagined i ever imagined that i would you know uh like be interested in doing business but uh it somehow happened <laughs> was it a scary decision um it was quite scary because it was something new but alhamdulillah i had uh support like i had my husband by my side yeah. so that's most important right but uh it 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 was scary in the sense uh like i didn't even have a big vision to be honest when i started so in that sense it wasn't scary like if you start with a goal like i need to achieve this then there's a fear right will i achieve it or not but i didn't even have that so uh, i had some of my savings i mean we need to talk about the actual like you know implementation of starting a business yeah. so i had my savings alhamdulillah over the years my father that's something beautiful that he always encouraged me to do from uh, since i was a teenager like you know whatever even if in a competition or if uh, whatever i earn he always encouraged me to save for a good purpose like not everything but at least a portion of it and i think that's really nice especially yeah. for girls they're not often encouraged to do that yeah. right yeah i want to get so, there actually with you yeah so alhamdulillah i had i mean i am so grateful that even though i had my husband support morally i mean i was able to put in my finance into it right mm. so that 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 really that's something that makes me proud yeah. till today So in that sense I think that reduced the whole element of fear because imagine you just you're just married and if you had got your husband to invest in your business that could have you know but mm. um, that could actually lead very, to very complications in the marriage also right true 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 so the very first investment alhamdulillah I'm so happy it was somehow <laughs> some of my savings and then eventually yes obviously that that didn't suffice to grow the business um i've had him in my husband invest and even my father to be honest that that's really that's another privilege even he had, he, he wouldn't question if i wanted any form of uh, investment so alhamdulillah i had that kind of support so what that tells me is i mean it's not i mean it's not to boast that i had i have all this but when you have certain things put in your life 
as opportunities or you know privileges uh, we need to take it as a sign that allah is expecting something from us so which is why you know we have to make sacrifices we need to be productive in every way we can because he's expecting something yeah. so even if we have things easy in one way it still means we have to do a lot more i would say so i don't know how far it would be applicable to everyone but that's how i take it for myself that's true because um um allah gives us these talents and these abilities and yeah. what do we do with it like we don't necessarily one i guess one mistake that a lot of us make is that we you know when we start we have really big dreams and especially i think mm-hmm. nowadays people have big dreams and it's amazing mashallah that we want to change on a global level you know we want like we yeah, have this yeah, idea yeah. and we want everyone to change because of it yeah but sometimes it's really beautiful to start on a small scale like i saw recently this post i think or maybe someone said it i don't remember that if we knew that there were 1000 people um in front of us we would be like in front of us listening to what we say and agreeing with us we would be overjoyed but when you see the same mm-hmm. 1000 people on social media they're faceless and they're anonymous and like, you have no idea you know you just don't consider them as human beings it's weird though because yeah. many people think that the more instagram followers you have the more likes you have the cooler you are but if when you yeah. put it in the context of reality like it's 1000 people follow you that's not a big deal but if 1000 people True. were actually following you in the real world that would be a humongous yeah. deal so yeah, yeah so what i'm saying is that sometimes it like social media has sort of made us um underestimate the value mm-hmm. or the impact that we can make you know as individuals as people with a good True. vision with a good intention but definitely at the same time like it's important that we um, appreciate even if you manage to change just yourself that's still a big thing and even if you manage exactly. to influence just one person that's still a big thing so um so you you were talking about savings and we're talking about business and all of this means yeah. money and all of this means yeah. women having money in their position yeah in our time like in our day and age it's perfectly fine you know for a hu- the man or the husband or the father or whoever is the caretaker yeah. of the girl to feel the need to take care of her needs and to provide for her financially and you know in whatever way he can like i have a friend who is pretty she's pretty you know forward i want to say and her husband is also like very cool about a lot of things but he had just one request he said it's okay if she works but he yeah. wanted to be the one that you know took care of her and the children that they were going to have yeah. like he wanted that oh, responsibility oh. to be his so you know he didn't want yeah. her to like worry about becoming financially independent and none of that stuff so yeah. that's completely fine and that's actually really good like that's Good, yeah. what men are supposed to do in islam yeah exactly but that doesn't mean that, i mean don't you think that nowadays girls and women they should understand the value of finances better that they should learn how to become more financially responsible and know how they can make a few bucks you know along the way as women yeah yes we do um and yeah in that perspective also 
um, when we make an effort in some way to uh, to make money yeah truth is that we realize the value of money better mm, that's true because when when someone is earning for us right um, it it wouldn't uh, I mean you know it, it, we wouldn't value it as much as you know us putting effort and earning that uh that money like I, i don't know like for me it was like okay it doesn't come easy yeah. so i started valuing money better and also you realize like you know 5000 rupees from someone like if someone else says they sp- it um, if they give you 5000 rupees for example yeah it yeah. would be like it's just 5000 rupees or it yeah well okay let me, let me scratch that what i'm trying to say is that when you start managing money you realize yeah. that you know cost the cost of living is actually not so cheap that you know you start yeah. seeing yeah, how much exactly. your parents spend for rations and for bills and oh my god yes. bills are like monsters waiting to eat you up like at the end yeah, of the exactly. month you yeah. get your money and then you're like you're going through all the money you have and then all these bills yeah. start pouring in it's a phone bill and a wifi bill and we electricity bill and a water bill and so many things and you have to pay them like you didn't even realize yeah, you using yeah. you have to pay them so you sort of appreciate yeah. the money you you learn how to manage your finances better you learn how to yeah, manage yeah. money better because now you have responsibilities you know it's not just about earning the money and spending it and saving it now it's also yeah. about i mean it's not just about spending on luxury and fun it's also about spending yeah. on necessities and things like yes, bills exactly yeah Yeah. You understand how uh, you know y- the weight of it. Exactly. You understand right. because and it's applicable in everything here. It's like you know uh, the issue. Like okay, we know that in Islam it's the husband's duty, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, when you look at it this way, right? You know, you uh, the the whole you know husband's world and the wife's world. Like the way it's separated is what I feel like is breaking a lot of marriages. okay like you know uh, there has to be like you know uh, like the husband should know should uh, should be able to step in to the wife's world and know how it's going on you know on her side mm-hmm. and at the same time the wife should be able to step into his world and know exactly how it's going on and so finances come into play here as well right Yeah. So you know, you know exactly. Uh, you know some. You, at least part of what it's like to be earning and you know uh, providing for the family. Yeah. Because I know a lot of families, uh, a lot of situations where you know the 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 husband keeps the wife completely out of you know like I'm I'm providing for you, so that's all that's needed. You don't need to worry about how we're going to manage this expense. That's it, that expense. So you know, there it's so important, right? there should be a, di- a discussion in that mm-hmm. uh in uh, in that sense and at the same time the husband should know exactly what it's like to be you know raising a child and you know what everything mm-hmm. from feeding your child to uh, washing his poop like it, it's so important to step into each other's worlds and know exactly what's happening instead of the traditional you know this is your thing this is my thing Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that's really important. Roles are no longer in categories, right? It's not like this is my role, that is your role. Now everything is just yeah. We can yeah, all even if there is, it's there. There should be like 
really good understanding there should be room for you know like okay if there's difficulty we switch up we do this we do that there should be room for understanding a lot of understanding yeah so that's really important and also like as as women maybe you know as you get mad like see the thing is once you get married you know it's it's this is obviously from my um, what i've witnessed and observed in other people's lives yeah. you have this man who is earning and it's just you and your husband it's not a big yeah. deal you know your husband is earning and he's taking care of you and your husband's parents are pro- most probably both of them are still alive so the f- father is yeah. there and he's taking care of the mother and things are all nice you know then the children yeah. come in and things get more complicated now we are talking about their future and we're talking about houses yeah. and you know the topic just i mean the responsibilities seem to be getting bigger and bigger bigger and you never know like what the future has in store i mean think about the pandemic and how many people lost their jobs or their businesses had to close down how many True. really successful people had to accept a more mediocre life and think about yeah. of a current economic situation who knew this would happen and think about countries where wars just occur overnight like someone's house could be exactly. damaged just like that i mean yeah. we were sort of living in fear for a few days not knowing whether we will make it out alive or not like you would want to go for an emergency trip to the hospital let's say and mm-hmm. you're not sure if it's safe or not like in we never and anyway apart from all of these emergencies life in general is uncertain you never know when yeah. who will die so like exactly. you never know as the woman when you will have to shoulder the responsibility of providing for your children yeah i mean that's something if i'm allowed to share this that's something that i've always looked up to in my own mother because mm-hmm. when like after my father passed away she just naturally like we didn't come from a very affluent family with so much property and you know all of that stuff none of that so she just naturally mm-hmm. just always she just i don't know subhanallah allah sort of just inspired her to just start a business and she's never yeah. like she's always been independent you know it has never been a case of worrying t- there is always a concern but she just yeah. stepped into that role and so i always think like if i was in her position if i am in her position god forbid but if that happens at some yeah. point only allah knows i should be strong enough to take on that responsibility i should know what yeah, money is about how to manage yeah, my money yeah. yes and it has a lot to do with mindset i mean the fact that she in her mind accepted that she is able she is exactly. capable it starts from there right because if that is not there nothing is possible i mean you'll just have to still keep seeking you know some kind of uh, someone to save you but i think it starts with uh, the mindset yeah. that, you know and i'm sure we you also probably know of relatives who don't take that kind of responsibility like they don't you know they they i don't know they just don't think it's that they even have to take on the responsibility yeah. and they would yeah. rather borrow money from everyone that they know which is actually not a very some it's not something to be proud about borrowing money exactly. from people yes. Yes. should be your last resort yeah. like i know yeah. of people who i don't understand like i i always think that this auntie could live a much more respectable life yeah. if she would at least go and work somewhere for a 10000 salary even that is fine yeah. better than borrowing so mm. much but instead she yes. just borrow and now she owes so many people so much money and she owes so much money that i swear sometimes i worry for her like how will she yeah. handle this so yeah like all of that comes because women many women they just cruise through life thinking it's okay the man will handle it yeah. i'm just the mother 
you never know when the responsibilities will have to shift a little mm. or if, even if mm-hmm. nothing happens to your husband actually we don't have to be so yeah. i mean it's like if this economic situation <laughs> is bad yeah. you might need a bit of an you might need a second income like to sustain the yeah. family yeah. when children start studying and we know how expensive yeah. degrees are nowadays But, yeah, and when exactly, children yeah. start degrees they are not usually very you know they don't have much money in their hands usually so yeah. you might need a bit of extra income to make yeah. that work yeah and that's the and and when it's a woman um, doing something right uh, it 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 goes way beyond money and it can be uh, that thing that helps her discover herself you know yeah. that's that's the beauty of it that's true like and i think we are given that privilege compared to men although we don't realize okay like a man he somehow you know grabs the grabs whatever job he can most of the time you know because he realizes oh my god he has to support his family yeah. but we have some space and some time to think about exactly what we want pursue what we want without that huge responsibility but we don't take it we don't take it so that's that's the catch so recently even when i did a workshop specifically like you know reminding women that you have a privilege especially from from islam mm-hmm. right you know islam is giving you that you're not going to be questioned whereas a man is going to be questioned right so uh, like i mean you know in a circumstance where your husband is able to provide you have that privilege so explore it <laughs> and uh, and it definitely will come in handy in you know situations when you need that support additional support but at the same time i feel like i feel the need to say that i don't think all women are made for this like that's it goes back to how we started this conversation that you have to first get to know yourself because definitely yeah. i know of some women who um they hustle you know if i'm allowed to use that word i hate that word yeah. but they work really hard and they make pretty yeah. good a pretty good income but yeah then women and they're not able to you know manage that the stress and the amount of decision making that comes with becoming yeah. the breadwinner yeah so they're just like without their knowledge they they redirect all of that negativity in the house towards the children and the children yes. are growing yeah. up witnessing this like you know from the mother that they're expecting nourishment and love they're getting mm-hmm. this negativity and they're getting this stress and because we all know when we are stressed out we yeah. don't express the best kind of love towards the people around us like that's a natural exactly. thing and yeah. honestly i think it's time people just accepted that 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 is how we are exactly. you know yeah so that is also there like when you're a mother you have to know where to draw the line like you have Definitely, to know yes. i'm wondering you if you follow this concept of taking a conscious rest not just like i'm so tired i'm going to sleep but taking yeah. a break from everything on purpose just to sort of reset. Yeah. Yes, definitely that is so important to keep you sane and uh I feel like maybe if there's one test that you can take on yourself to know whether you're crossing that line it would be the test of contentment, you know. Like if it comes to, uh, if if you push yourself to a point that you're doing what you want but you're still not content. in any way that 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 definitely that that's that's like you know the red flag so you're not content with your family you're not content with some the some aspect of your life that you want but you're just not content that means you're pushing yourself beyond the limit 
so that's one thing that you know so as long as you're able to uh, manage things and uh, with contentment uh, because you know right when you're stressed there's no way you can feel you can feel uh, you know all grateful and content <laughs> so so th- that's really important like to think of uh, maintaining that um to figure out your priorities yeah yeah that's really like, important like as a mother no matter i mean we all have to make sacrifices in life you know and yeah. when you become a mother you have to try your best to give the child the best that you can exactly you know? yes yes so if it means that you have to slow down on your career aspirations then be it yeah cuz motherhood Definitely, will yes. reward you in both worlds but your career yeah. it might stop like the rewards might stop with this world you never know yeah yeah and that's that's one of the greatest uh blessings with doing your own, running your own business right that's that's yeah. one thing that i believe i'm uh, i mean it it really helps because you know um i can take a break whenever i want you are your like, own boss <laughs> yeah so uh, it's so important to make sure you have such an environment like you know uh where you are able to fulfill your priorities as well mm. especially when it's motherhood right uh and yeah that like i said i know that my support system is in place yeah uh, right and i'm uh, so if 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 that is not there i would really not be able to like you know um carry on everything while fulfilling my role as a mother so definitely that's that's the priority and uh, yeah intentions are so important and allah will will open the way like you know you you have to set the intention that you know you want to raise your child uh well you want to do your best to raise your child well and allah will definitely uh you know show you he will open the path yeah so it yeah that's really important yeah so dua dua is like you can't do anything without making dua first definitely yeah <laughs> when it comes to um working Don't you think that it's better for uh it's this is very subjective this is just my opinion and I don't want anyone to yeah. think it is the opinion but don't yeah. you think that it's better for a woman if she, if she wants an additional source of income I mean sometimes yeah. you know okay your husband gives you a lot of money and that's great but you want to just buy you want to you know indulge a little bit get that pretty whatever you want to get or you feel like decorating your room and you want to get that ornament yeah. and that's all of that is just like an additional expense it's not exactly a necessity and yeah. if you depend on your husband constantly you know like if you constantly depend on your husband you might not be able to have those additional little wants satisfied and sometimes yeah, exactly. sometimes yeah. that can build up resentment in the marriage you know like it the can. woman can just feel like for years all the little things that she wishes to have just keep getting ignored and like it should feel she start feeling like she doesn't matter like this is something that yes. actually happens to women that's why i'm talking about it yeah so for that purpose for that reason just to you know have those tiny needs satisfied or if you want to get a gift for your husband and if you have a bit of money you yeah. can do that yourself exactly. with your money you won't have yes. to depend on his income to do it you yes. know so yeah. for those small purposes or maybe you want to take your child out 
for a meal just you know for fun you pick the child up from school or kindergarten or whatever and you want to take them out for a burger you can do that with mm. your money you know and you feel yeah. better so for small mm-hmm. purposes like that we all would like to have some money now yeah. um when it comes to like how can i get that money i just personally think that as a woman it's always better to consider like i i like to go in a hierarchy like start with see if you can have a way of having your own business which means you have your own skill set which means you know yeah. you won't be working too much with non mahrams then and yeah. sometimes that's important you know because we don't have to like nes- we don't have to intentionally go and put ourselves into a setting where there is unnecessary you know problem and you know it's like a 9 to 5 and you come home and you think you will spend the rest of the time with your kid but you're too tired yeah. so you know you have yes. to compromise on the special time and you're too tired to spend time with your husband and you can't even imagine spending time with your in-laws at such a point so there's so yeah. much to consider in a 9 to 5 yeah. on top of that yeah. you're also working with people from the opposite with the op- people from the opposite gender yeah. and like if there is a way for you to just have a business on your own at home that's amazing if yeah. you think you can make enough money out of it if you can't then there's no yeah. harm in going out and working the other yeah. idea option yeah. would be if there is remote work where you can work from home that's also yeah. amazing because then you get to fulfill your responsibilities as a woman like motherhood and be- being a good wife and you get to work and earn an income and that's great too but if those two yeah. options are hard to find like for people from our country it's not so easy if those yeah. two options are hard then yeah you can go out and work and actually that routine can be really good for you it's very like that kind yeah. of discipline can be life changing you know exactly yes yes so um how do you feel about that that's like i said that's my opinion that's my idea that's how i like to think um how i would go about it is it 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 depends on how much a woman is able to take up you know and it it differs a lot from person to person mm. like um you know some uh, so it's like you know it's important to first understand your priorities and then see how much you can take up so for me i know that i'm not going to be able to manage uh you know taking care of my son and fulfilling all of his needs yeah go- uh, while going i i know i can get a 9 to 5 if i want right uh i can i can earn more but two things for me one thing is uh passion right i want to be earning by doing something that i love something that's coming from my heart as opposed to doing something that somebody is asking me to do mm. right so that freedom and uh, yeah and the fact that it allows me to you know uh, make changes to accommodate uh, you know my uh, role as a mother so that uh, that's really important i mean we 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 should know for ourselves like for example there are some uh, some women who live with their mothers and their mo- some mothers are capable of taking care of their grandchildren some might not be able to mm. some they live alone so it differs based on the circumstance yeah. so it's so important for each woman to understand her priority and and make decisions accordingly so their intention matters a lot and seeking guidance from allah here is so important 
so here you can't just you know obviously if somebody randomly comes and tells you know this is not right for you i mean you wouldn't know but seeking guidance from allah can really can really open your eyes and someday you might feel okay maybe this is not right and yeah i i'd say that's really important understanding your priorities seeking guidance from allah and it's really important to connect with allah because you never know you know your child is not going to be with you forever you don't know what's going to happen next so i it's it's really tough to think about it so it's really important to seek guidance from allah and you wouldn't want to blame yourself or find i it's it's not the it's it doesn't yeah, it doesn't decide but you want to do your best right so make decisions from that uh, perspective it's really important because we don't want to regret yeah you don't want to regret so, and also the child so seeking guidance from allah yeah sorry you can go on yeah yeah that's that's what i wanted to say the seeking guidance from allah is important and also the child's early years are very important like Yeah. Anyone will tell you that how the child is raised and the experiences, the amount of love the child received, the amount of encouragement the child received and the confidence that the parents sort of blew into the child will de- it'll make yeah. a big difference in their future. Like for mm-hmm. example, children develop different attachment styles based on how their main caretaker which is usually the mother how she dealt yeah. with them like if she yeah. was constantly like the minute they cry if the mother goes to you know quickly pacify them and solve their problem they develop actually an unhealthy attachment style but if the mother is yeah. mostly around and allows the child to figure like a way out of their own misery whatever they're crying through unless yeah. it's obviously a toddler who's looking for milk or something yeah. but if the mother just allows the child to navigate through the child's own um, thought processes and emotional experience then that yeah. child actually develops a the healthiest form of attachment in the future and i'm talking yeah. attachment to people throughout their life mm-hmm. and on top of that there is the mindset that we can create in our children like you can either make your children believe that they are born with these abilities which means you have it or you don't Yeah. or you can make your children believe that it's okay you worked really hard and you deserve praise for that like they might come with a c but you know they worked really hard for that c and you can make them feel like their effort matters like you know yeah, you can do you can do one of the two things so these are all these are all things that we give our children in a very in the formative years of their life which is the beginning you know from i'd say like Two years because at one they're still very young to understand much yeah. from two until maybe early adolescence like 12 13 you know yeah. around that year um that age um so if you are going to be too occupied with things apart from um your role as a mother yes. you might end up creating a very distressed human being someone who yeah. struggles for the rest of their life to understand their emotions yeah. and as a result they might create without their knowledge they might create distress in the lives of the people who love them it could be exactly. a friend it could be a partner it could be a spouse it could be anything yeah and that is just motherhood like if your yeah. marriage starts to suffer because you get too carried away with your career aspirations and we can't deny that many social media accounts this is what they want you know they want women to be so career oriented to hustle and that's because 
I mean, most of them come from cultures where marriage is nothing now. It's just some exactly. paper. You know, that's all marriage has yeah. become. They don't care yeah. whether marriages work or not. If they, for them, divorce is just a simple matter. But yeah. we know in Islam that a marriage is a sacred institution. So you have to do everything you can to make it work. If yeah. it doesn't, we have an outlet. Like if it's a bad marriage, then by all means, get a divorce. And if it's, yeah. you know, you can figure something out. It's not the end of the world. But... Yeah. You can't you, you to be careful who whose influence you let into your life and whose advice you take I guess and okay, on top of that yes. what I'm saying is like you get if you get too occupied with your career you might have less yeah. attention and less time to offer and less passion to offer to your spouse your husband yeah. and that might affect your marriage and then if your marriage is bad that will affect again that will affect the upbringing of the child and you're yeah. unhappy and your husband's unhappy and your children are unhappy your parents are unhappy that's just a horrible yeah. scenario for everybody yeah and yeah if, if you don't stop there right as your child grows it's it's, it's just going to be another whole cycle that exactly so how do you manage yeah. this like how do you make sure that you're trying your best what is the advice you would give other mothers who would like to start working or have a business so um uh i'd say like you know uh the mindset uh, i mean my mindset as a mother is that you know i'm just as much effort as i would put in studying you know for studying you know uh for my career mm-hmm. i would have to put the same effort to explore and learn how i can become a better mother yeah. right uh, and this is so important because there's there's no perfect role model there's no perfect book there's no there's no perfect thing you can go to to help you you know do better as a mother right even even if you take your mother right yeah. there's a, there, there are a lot of lessons I mean, if i take my mother there are a lot of lessons that i can take but i i mean it's definitely not the perfect yeah. parenting that i can apply to my child right so it's so important for every mother to understand that that it's that in itself is another whole journey that we need to we need to really explore and learn about because uh, this is a thought that has been you know in my head for the past one week okay and i was thinking right for a person and i i really don't know the answer to this but i'm just expressing it here okay so for a person to get a job right yeah uh that person is built you know it, you know through a step by step process okay Spe- like you know like they they sent to school you learn from the basics you learn your abc's and then you do your o levels you do your a levels and then also you don't get a job right mm. you need to you need to have a degree and now there's you know the requirement for experience just so you are fit to fulfill the role that you apply for right because you know doing a job it requires a set of uh, skills and it requires knowledge so then just take the biggest role of a mother or a father or even a wife right what kind of knowledge or experience are we trying to gain to fulfill that role is there any sort of setup that encourages us to you know pursue this kind of uh, knowledge 
and i'd say like i mean just take for an example i'm so grateful to this day that even though we you uh, in school right uh, when we were doing o levels we were commerce students yeah. right and we we were forced to do human biology although at that point we were like why you know we didn't we didn't want this but now that i think about it i'm still grateful yeah. because we really needed that yeah. knowledge so similarly i mean i feel like we don't talk about this often right you know we need to uh, talk about how i i mean what it's like to become a mother to be become a better mother parenting styles um you know like how does the mind of a child work so you know what happens when we are fully you know when we are carry, when we get carried away with career all our effort the amount of effort we can put here it reduces yeah because our energy is like that you know it's like a scale. energy exactly so understanding how much you can give is so important and to make sure you give the amount of energy that you owe to motherhood it's really important to make sure you don't you know neglect it so it's 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 a journey that we need to embrace and really learn about and explore and this this should start before before you become a mother or before you mm. even step into marriage it's something that we shouldn't shy away from nowadays you know like like you you can talk about how you can be be, be a better wife or how you can be a better mother even before you become one even though that's not the norm today because that's what we do if you take you know jobs and you know career that's what we do right we prepare ourselves so similarly i feel like this is something that these roles are these roles should be honored these roles should be i mean they should be an open space where we learn uh, so that you know we value it better true i think i feel like there is a gap in that sense in our community i don't know yeah that's true because like many girls especially they just go from okay and now mashallah a lot of girls are getting an opportunity to further their studies like most of them are doing yes. undergraduate studies which is great yeah right after great. undergraduate studies proposals come they get married yeah. one year later they have a baby and you know their life is just going on now some people are fortunate that it works out for them for some reason yeah. it just works out alhamdulillah for that yeah. but many people many girls the once the first few days through the rose tinted glasses all the love and the romance once it sort of yeah. wears away they're just shocked you know like is this my life now it's boring there's no meaning and you know it's just like yeah. they're surprised like especially once motherhood comes it's crazy hectic like there's someone constantly in need of you my friends are new moms and like <laughs> i keep up with you know i feel like i went through their pregnancy and yeah. i'm actually kind of glad that i'm grateful for that because i'm you know yeah. i know better what to expect exactly whether yes, when, when someone else is pregnant or whether it me in the future um yeah. and so like i know like we, we used to talk every day as friends you know we just catch up and stuff like at least you know for a few minutes but now we speak like once a month or something because they're just busy you know their child is in need of them and you know when a newborn yeah. is hungry and starts <laughs> crying you feed the newborn you don't wait till yeah. you're in the mood to feed the newborn and that can yeah. be a bit exhausting naturally yeah. so many mothers yeah. go through postpartum depression and it can get yeah. really bad and you know it's not such an easy experience like you said if we prepare ourselves for this experience we might be yeah. able to we might be less surprised so we have exactly. we spend less energy thinking oh my god i had no idea it was like this 
and we have more energy now to actually work on that situation you know to like yes. dedicate to improving this scenario this is my life yeah. how can i make it better now yeah that's really important because traditionally i think uh the our ancestors or whoever i mean traditionally yeah. people believe that everything came naturally yeah. you know you, you just figure it all out but today we see that no you actually have to there's so much to learn there's so many things that can actually help you do better yeah. so so i was i was saying that it could also be because with time we're getting farther and farther away from our fitra so maybe traditionally like like think about the people from the past past you know like really all the way back they were sort of like trained to become like they were trained from a very young age mm-hmm. because back then it was the norm in society that you know this is what the woman was expected to do it wasn't like yeah. this current corporate world that we're living in right they lived like yeah. an, it was an agrarian society yeah and like now with mod- with modernity with social media and with everyone trying to tell you how you are as a woman how you're supposed to live your life and with yeah. feminists screaming left right and center about you know you don't need a child you can have an abortion and it's just you'd think that all these thoughts are not going to influence me i'm not like that but they're going into your yeah. head and they're sitting yeah. there and they are bound to yeah. influence you anything yeah. that's in your head any information that we take in it's there and it's going to have an impact on us so yes. it's like maybe that's why we have to relearn these roles these important roles yeah yeah true like go when you're in school for example many we went to a muslim school so we had that advantage that nobody brainwashed us you know like yeah we stuck we was we were there on the like, our eyes were on the religious perspective that's what mattered to us mm-hmm. but in men, like when i was in a non muslim school for my a levels like the like the teachers would talk about women and the glass ceiling and all these things and you like by then you're conditioned to think that okay as a woman you are going to break all stereotypes as a woman you're going to be the one that mm. makes a difference and you know you're going to be this amazing like you want this career growth you want to be the best at this and the best at that and sometimes you have to stop and wonder like why do i want to be the best at all of this is there something yeah. missing in my life that i feel the need to get so much external validation like mm. you know that's also important to consider like why are you yes. why are you compromising on what you have to offer to all the important people around you who do anything for you just to That's get so true a, like mm-hmm. appreciation mm-hmm. from someone outside yes and and that that's really true the whole point of chasing behind um external validation it's it's becoming the norm that's true you must have faced though on the flip side some criticism as well right for um, being a little unconventional with your motherhood um criticism um i haven't exactly faced criticism uh but i have seen people feel very um i mean feel very foreign to you know whatever uh whatever i'm doing yeah but uh so uh, but it it i haven't really been affected by criticism itself so i i would i'm not in a position to <laughs> talk about it 
talk about yeah. it well, yeah. alhamdulillah that's a blessing then because yeah while we talk about all of this about money and earning and career and everything many yeah. women still don't have this kind of um experience yes. so like yeah. for women in that situation i guess it's important to find something that will help you grow it doesn't have to be yeah. a, like if you know that your family isn't okay with women working it sucks yeah. but you don't have to fixate yeah. on that move on you yeah. know what's the next thing i could do that will help me grow exactly yes yes and also since you uh, mentioned about criticism uh, in terms of motherhood one thing that's really important for a mother like obviously once you step into motherhood you're like you don't have anything figured out right but you somehow uh, build yourself to believe that you know you know what you're doing and you're going to learn and work your way through right that gives less space to people to get involved and tell you you know you this is exactly what you need to do and then another person comes you know you you be uh, put yourself in a position where you know what to take and what to leave so uh, build that kind of mindset and if you show that you're lost and you know you're looking for uh, ideas everywhere and uh, that's when you can get confused and not be able to you know stick to your uh, stick to what how you want to raise your child and how you want to parent yeah. so i feel i think that building that kind of mindset is really important so people know okay so this is how this is what you choose to do and this is how you choose to do and it's it's really important to seek opinion to get advice but to know where to draw the line that's really important yeah that's true that's very true because few people on the one hand people love to give free advice I mean, yeah. I always think that talking is free so we all do it you know without <laughs> like we don't have to pay a cost most of the time we don't yeah so everyone like especially I, I know how much my some of my friends who the new moms have struggled with aunties interfering in their like yeah you, i guess people should understand at, at one point that a mother knows her child the best like your child might be different from her child if she's yeah, yeah, dealing with absolutely. her child a little differently it's because she has a reason you know she feels like yeah. her child needs her that way but yeah. many um people don't understand that you know they like to yeah, think that right. we would all like to think that your experience is my experience and i've gone yeah. through it here's what helped me but yeah. it might not help you it might not i mean i was taken by surprise by my son okay because i've i've uh, seen my nephew like from the time he was born i've spent so much time with him yeah. and you know but but looking at how different my son's character was i mean i was really taken by surprise and i really smacked myself for judging other moms previously <laughs> because it's really different you realize how different one child is you know to another so it's i mean you really can't uh, talk on behalf of you know another mother and say right this is right and that is wrong uh, as as important as it is to hear out from other people who have experienced uh, who have experience it's also important to understand that you know there's a limit uh, you need to know what's right for you yeah. and leave out the rest so it must be very overwhelming right the amount of mom content on social there is on social media that is that that it is definitely <laughs> i i i have it's 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 both ways you know i've learned a lot a lot of beneficial stuff online that have helped me mm-hmm. as a mother but at the same time there has been a lot of 
there is a lot of overwhelming content but uh, knowing before you step into social media before you that you know there is a lot of overwhelming content and you need to know exactly what you want from social media uh, and you need to only i've unfollowed a lot of accounts and that's that's very unusual like people don't uh, think it has an impact but it does yeah. right mm. so okay you want better ways to feed your child you follow the relevant pages like okay this is you know baby led uh, weaning and all of that so uh, but when you randomly think okay just it's motherhood and follow randomly that's when you get caught so to know exactly what you want is so important otherwise you can easily get carried away with all the mom content out there so that's how i have sort of regulated but still still the information can get over- overwhelming so but and we have to think about practicality you can't push yourself you know beyond your limit so it goes back to important the to first thing that you said in the beginning of this conversation that you don't strive for i mean you don't try to be perfect because that's just you can't yeah you're just going to be the best that you can yeah in this moment that's also important like today for example you could think that today i'm tired i'm a bit overwhelmed this is the best that i can do today tomorrow i'll be better yeah, exactly just allow yourself yeah. to be human i guess yeah because you will hit the lowest point it it, it might seem all dreamy okay being able to uh, manage your child you're married you have a family you have a business you have your studies mm. like you're managing your house it's it sounds all dreamy but obviously everything you know uh will uh, everything can get overwhelming at some point you hit your lowest right um and even at one point you will be suffering spiritually yeah. so everything comes down at one point everything goes downward at some point right uh so coming out of it can get difficult for me personally like you need to think about it what are, what are you going to do when you hit that point right for me uh journaling has helped right so little things like that we need to have yeah. you know things that could help us come out of you know you can't always go to people for help yeah. right because so people that's have their own turn lives. to allah yeah. exactly so and that that's where you know even your relationship can be, get affected mm, that's true right so and when you we're talking husband also right sorry where are we yes. talking yeah yeah so you like there there will be at one point when you yourself can't put your struggles into words mm. so you can't exactly at that point communicate even with your husband and then yes you know you can turn to allah but you feel like you're suffering even spiritually you feel so distant yeah so <coughs> if i mean i i that i'm sure there are people who hit that point as well and for me personally i just just write down whatever comes to my mind i wish i could do it more often but i don't allocate as much time in journaling but at least during those times it has helped me a lot right i just write out whatever you know is in my heart and then it helps me start somewhere to build you know and come back to where i want to be so yeah it can get overwhelming so it, it it's not perfect in any way talking about managing everything uh there are the lowest points as well and it's i always appreciate people who can be bold about like these experiences because nowadays too many people talk about 
how amazing they're i mean even when they talk about how they're struggling they make that yeah. sound amazing it's like yeah. i went through so much and now look where i am like okay you're already mm. you know you've already reached your success it's not the same yeah. someone who is at like rock bottom when they see you being so successful and so famous and you know so um, every like uh, they can't relate to you anymore you're not you're no mm. longer you know like they you don't look so vulnerable anymore that they can relate to what you're saying like yeah you've been yeah. through this struggle but you're in a different phase now you know so mm. um yeah it's really it's important that if we are going to talk about motherhood and we're going to talk about careers we're going to talk about being maintaining relationships in general and maintaining yeah. integrity like with ourselves it, we have to talk about the bad side that comes with it as yeah. well because yeah we, when you're for you maybe in, alhamdulillah because you've always sort of had a clear mind it was easier for you to organize your thoughts but some people have a bit more you know a more jumbled head there and yeah. so um they might go through a bit of an existential crisis when figuring out what they want yeah. to do and it might be yeah. very difficult to navigate like you said though the first and most important thing that we should do is put words to our experience no matter what you're going through try to give it some yeah. words and the best thing to do would be to write it down because you can write it down crush the paper yeah. and destroy it forever nobody yeah. has to know yeah. exactly. if you are going if you know someone you can trust someone whose advice is religiously sound and like someone who actually cares for you and wishes good for you talking to yeah. them might also be beneficial Yeah. Talking to a scholar is also good right because scholars they might have blessings from Allah and the words that they say might you know it might be it might be good for you like they might say something that's actually useful and they might make dua for you also which is great mm-hmm. but not everyone has access to scholars so we have to be careful like the first thing that basically what i'm saying is that the first thing you have to do is put words to your experience give it words give it life then you will understand Definitely. it better you can't fight yes. something you don't know Exactly and that's why it's so important to first uh, uh, I mean that's why writing down is important because you need to see what you are going through yeah right and that happens when you put words like you said that's true and sometimes i go back to what i've written previously and i won't i wouldn't i won't be able to recognize that self of mine mm, i know right so so it's so when when you are at that stage it's really important to you know actually write down because sometimes you'll be surprised at how you can help yourself come out when you do that and then like you said if you really still need help you can definitely talk to someone trustworthy or a scholar but no matter who you talk to if you don't if you don't have enough yeah. faith in yourself it's not going to work yeah that's that's like the foundation yeah, that's important and that faith in ourselves it comes from allah like the minute you oh, nice. really believe that you're capable of anything because allah is the one who gives you that capability it sort of just puts everything in its place like okay exactly. this is really scary i don't know if i can handle these responsibilities but it's allah who is going to make it possible not you yeah. allah has to say the kun not you yeah yeah because how much can you help yourself when you are helpless yeah. right exactly exactly okay 
thank you so much for the amazing things that you had to say Noura <laughs> it was there is actually so much more and I have a strong feeling that we might have to come back for a part two because I feel like Inshallah. we just touched on the surface of everything you know true true yeah. there is so much to get like we can get deeper into um, like I well a bit into what it takes to manage a business and I believe you conduct workshops as well right yes I yeah. do I have conducted a few workshops so yeah, and you have, on your Instagram also you occasionally share a few things which I always I, I really love to see you put those posts because it's very nice and direct it's not all flowery and you know it's not like anyone can do this it's a it's very raw and yeah. natural and I like that's that I really that. like that um, that style of writing so um, yeah if anyone's listening and you'd like just a little bit of confidence to keep you going through the day or through the week then I totally recommend Noura's account on Instagram. Jazakumullah khair for this opportunity. Like this is really great what you're doing. Thank uh, you. It's uh, and the fact that it's a podcast. Like I know not everybody is going to listen to podcasts. It's not like watching a video. Yeah. It's not even like reading. Like uh, not everybody is going to listen to podcasts. It's only if they they really want to learn something. I mean, if they do listen, it's because they really want something. They're seeking something exactly. good for themselves. Yeah. So, so you reaching out to such an audience, it's, it's great. Mashallah. All I need is a lot of dua to make this work. Because like you said, that's the same thought I had. Since this is a session, like these are podcasts without videos. So there's nothing yeah. exactly stimulating, you know, going on yeah. here. It's just a conversation between two two girls women young women whatever you call it two muslimas yes. and we're just like everyone who's listening you know we're just yes giving we're just talking about what we've experienced with the hope that it can benefit someone else inshallah yeah and inshallah. um yeah so i'm just I, i just keep thinking that you know it's a podcast so if anyone's listening it means they genuinely want something out of it they're not just that, that really that was one reason i felt Uh, I should try even though I felt really uncomfortable and I felt like it was something completely out of my comfort zone I thought no but this is definitely going to reach the right audience someone who is seeking some kind of inspiration so I pray that they do get it inshallah throughout this series and they and people should continue to benefit inshallah So jazakallahu um, khairan for your time and I hope Barakallahu fiki a wonderful rest of the night Inshallah jazakallahu khairan haba Hey guys we hope you enjoyed that episode please remember that we are all figuring things out every day and if there was anything of benefit in this podcast it's from Allah if there were any flaws it's from us please share your thoughts with us on our instagram account which goes as the young muslima podcast and don't forget to give us a follow we look forward to hearing more from you until next time lots and lots of love and dua your sister in islam hiba malik